My name is Darren Joseph from WelcomePhD.tax. Of the firm where we seek to demystify this somewhat confusing world of international tax and compliance. Today, we're going to do it a bit differently. Rather than just talk tax, 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 we have the opportunity and the privilege to have a conversation with Mick, a friend. He's not a client, a friend who does live that international lifestyle. Mick, do you want to say a few words, introduce yourself to those who are oh, well, watching? Um... Well, well, thank you. Um, I don't think it's a privilege you having me. I think it's the other way around. But uh, I'm flattered. So thank you very much. Um, so I'm Mick Newman. Um, I, I know this gentleman for, I think, the better part of 25 years. And we've been on a hell of a journey together. Um, I live a sort of semi-nomadic lifestyle, I believe, um, in the sense that I split my time evenly between the Caribbean and the UK. Um, so sort of every five to six weeks, I'm back and forth. And um, this presents some interesting you know revelations about lifestyle and um and the realities of doing business and having multi-jurisdictional clients um which is something that darren has lived for the past i believe you know 15 to 20 years and i've been sort of living it but it's been more amplified um since post-covid nick is let me put it this way he's an oxford educated entrepreneur and uh, international consultant uh, of course, you know, I don't want to get into specifics of what you do because, of course, your clients are quite confidential. But I, I think that creates context as to who you are and, and the breadth of experience and, and competence you bring to uh, a conversation and a consideration like this. What are the pros and cons of having a base in the, in the Caribbean in general, but in the Southern Caribbean in particular? What are your, what are your perspectives on that? Um, okay, so very clearly, the pros are, because I'm sort of based in Trinidad, which is yeah. the most industrialized mm -hmm. island in CARICOM, mm -hmm. um, you have, you know, access to a pretty talented workforce, mm -hmm. and a pretty, for, for a, within the CARICOM context, a very sophisticated, um, industrialized environment, right? Mm -hmm. um, especially if you look at the sectors I'm in, which is oil and gas and fast-moving consumer goods. Trinidad is, is probably one of the most, if not the most advanced in CARICOM. Um, it also geographically, um, as, as a hub, right, or a cluster, it, it offers easy access to places like Guyana, Colombia, Venezuela, Suriname, right? Um, so you have the tip of the South American continent, and then you have immediate access, you know, to Panama and Central America um, mm -hmm. from Trinidad. So as a as a logistics and hub, it mm -hmm. is quite valuable, right? Mm -hmm. um, the third thing I would see as a pro is, and I've seen it again in the sectors that I am involved with, is mm -hmm. there's quite a bit of creativity and innovation happening. Um, you know, for example, the energy transition and renewables, right? Mm -hmm. um, Trinidad is really, really pushing the agenda on that, right? And um, in terms of, you know, fast-moving consumer goods, marketing, uh, logistics capability, it is pretty much, you know, up there, you know, with Jamaica giving it a, a run for its money. Mm -hmm. um, and then finally, uh, it, lifestyle. Um, so people complain a lot about, you know, safety and you know this and that and the other but you know the us can be even um less safe you know than a place like trinidad you know in trinidad you don't have or south caribbean you don't have terrorists trying to bomb locations or school shootings and mass shootings and stuff like that if there are shootings it's largely gang related you know and very very sort of focused in one one part of society 
but lifestyle it offers um the trinidad offers a, a very high standard of living um and you can see it you can see it by you know the the, the quality of life that people lead and you know mm-hmm. the age of the death age on average is pretty much in the 80s you know some 90s so the quality of life is very good access to good food access to education you know the political system is based on a british parliamentary system um it's a strong and vibrant economy it faces its challenges but it's still as we step time and time again it's a young democracy and it's forging and not bad for an island of 1.3 million people right mm-hmm. um but pretty much punches way above its um its its pay grade you know in in the wider scheme of things and then i would say the final the con of it mm-hmm. um is it's small mm-hmm. it is very small so um so you it 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 is it can frustrate you because mm-hmm. you don't have access to you know uh, a, a geographically bigger place so you have to get out of the islands and, you, and then of course you have the caribbean you have central mm-hmm. america you have south america yeah. but you know it, it's just restricted that way um the other challenge for me which is why i relish the fact that i can come to home to the uk um every so often is the fact that i have access to i mean you know you and i both know the innovation that happens in the space of you know health and nutrition and and renewables is really happening in western europe and north america that's mm-hmm. where the global innovation is happening mm-hmm. so for me to keep far ahead of the curve and to stay you know okra mm-hmm. it does add an advantage you know for me to be able to do that mm-hmm. um, and come here which is a challenge you would have in um, in a place like the southern caribbean Um and then finally the one bit that is 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 very specific I think to Trinidad and places like Suriname is the access to foreign currency. So that is a challenge. Um if you have a lifestyle across multiple jurisdictions mm-hmm. uh, and you for example get paid in local currency it is going to be very challenging for you to convert that to USD, GBP or even EUR, right? Mm-hmm. Um so yeah that's just some of the things that come top of mind. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks for sharing that. For those who may not be familiar, uh, CARICOM stands for the Caribbean Community and Common Market. So it's a kind of not as solid as the EU or Mercosur, but it's uh, an affiliation or a political economic relationship between uh, several islands from the northern parts of the Caribbean, like Jamaica, down to the southern parts of the Caribbean, uh, Trinidad and, and Guyana, which is actually on, on the mainland. So, so you know, Just to kind of quickly summarize my takeaway from what you just said, uh, pros definitely access to a skilled English-speaking workforce, and because it's the most developed island where you spend time in Trinidad off the coast of Venezuela, uh, you have access to you know quite progressive infrastructure as opposed to some of the other neighboring Caribbean islands, relatively speaking. And it consider depending on what type of work you're into, it considers a springboard. to Latin America to the mainland to the South American mainland itself uh obviously lifestyle which is what most people would have expected the first thing to be because you know in a place with great weather most times anyway uh aside from when you get some heavy rain or whatever but fantastic weather whether that you know I'm a sunshine guy so I definitely prefer to 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 winter but on the flip side as you mentioned it is small so you know there's some side side limitations and, you know depending on who you are your personality cabin fever can set in which is one of the appeals of spending time in other jurisdictions as well and and it's in it's close to neighboring islands it's close to the mainland so there's uh, other things to see and do and business opportunities to seek out as well 
And for you specifically, spending time in a first world or developed infrastructure like the UK, I guess if I want to paraphrase, it kind of helps you be like a time traveler because then when you go to an emerging market, then you see opportunities because you know how things are trending and it, it kind of helps you stay ahead of the curve, uh, if you will, and gives you a little advantage over other people who may just be based in one single jurisdiction. Uh, and last but definitely not least is taking care of your money in terms of banking. There are banking is not as, let's say, uh, client friendly as it would be in a developed economy. So there are lots of restrictions on foreign exchange and movements of money. So again, that's one perhaps disadvantage of being based only in, in a, an emerging market. So the advantage that comes from being able to spend time in a, a, a more developed infrastructure is easier access to banking. And so again, it gives you the best of both worlds. Okay, fantastic. Thanks Absolutely. for that. You're welcome.